Welcome to Creative Mind Living, a podcast for personal growth based on the works of Carl Jung, neuroscience, and Eastern philosophies. We are your hosts, Deborah Barrett Maldonado and Dr. Rob Maldonado, founders of Creative Mind Coaching. This is part two of Love and the Courageous Heart. If you missed part one, go back to part one. Here we are continuing the conversation. In, in a, this kind of true relationship, you're able to grow because you're able to get in touch with that deeper true self in mm. you, not just the, the ego persona, but, right? Because love opens you up to, to that possibility of uh, transcending the ego. And we've all felt it when we, uh, when we're dating or we're in a new relationship, it's like the emotions overwhelm the mind and then we get into ego and we get in very mm. reactionary and there's a lot of passion there and it's great, but we're not like balanced sometimes. And we're thinking with our head, we're, we're moving with our heart and, and a lot of our, our ego basically takes over um, the decision-making process and it'll make the decisions based on security survival and how do I keep my heart closed, you know, not open it too much uh, and, and protect myself. And so that keeps people at that distance. And so when we think about um, the heart, the courageous heart, what is that? Um, what would we do to change? Yeah. And how do we get there? Yeah. Yeah. Have to work with you. <laughs> well, first of all, the t- courageous heart doesn't mean that you have uh, armor on and that you're out there fighting a battle. The courageous heart means you drop the armor and you see that there's no fear. There's no harm to be. No one can ever really hurt the true, true me. And a lot of people ask me, how come you, how did you get, you know, everything you wanted, you know, the career, the relationship? And I always say I never gave up. And it's because every time I had a disappointment, sure, it's like the tendency to shut down our heart. The ego's a tendency is to kind of shut down, be careful, pull back. We've all done it. But the courageous heart, is it stays open. It stays open to knowing that there's no threat. There really is truly no one's going to kill you, <laughs> you know, if you get your heart broke. Like um, the only reason we're heartbroken is because we gave them permission to. We have that understanding. Yeah, I mean, it, part of it is understanding that the the pain uh, is it, it's inherent in in love, mm-hmm. right? We all know that if I if I love this person and I allow, let's say, my heart to be open to them, there's a there's a type of suffering involved already because you're going to experience kind of what they're experiencing mm-hmm. and you're, you're going to take on their burdens become your burden. Yeah. And- like their emotion. If you can't, you're not comfortable with your own emotions and the upsets that you have. Why bring someone else in? It's like a tornado coming into your home. Why bring that in too? Because they're yeah. going to have their feelings. And, and so I think a lot of people are more comfortable in their bubble and they, they say they, they, they don't like to be, they want to find someone, but they kind of like being alone because they don't have to deal with, they can't even deal with their own emotions. Meanwhile, deal with other people. Is, yeah. is that what you're saying? Is Yeah. And part kinda... of it, part of it is loss, right? Because why do we hold up back? Because we're afraid of loss, yes. right? That what if this person rejects me or leaves me or all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, loss is inherent in it uh, again because none of us are going to live forever yeah i know in the form i don't want to think about you dying (laughs) (laughs) 
but that's part of the deal, right? Mm, that it, yeah. if you want to experience uh, that transcendent love in the human form, you're going to have to accept that uh, inevitable loss in a mm, sense. Mm-hmm. That it's it's part of it in a sense that... Y- you're, 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 it's you're, like a, you're dealing with the devil. You know, you sign up with blood. <laughs> I fall in love with this person and I know one day you're going to be gone and I'm going to have to live my life without you. Yes, or but, maybe I'll but it, also, it, it also proves that, that love is, is real in a sense yeah. because you're saying, I understand that, but I'm still I'm in. signing up. Yeah, yeah, I'm still in. It's like a soldier going to battle knowing that they're going to, maybe they're going to die, but they're going to, because they love, because of the journey is, or their purpose is much greater. And that's really, I think, that go, come to have a courageous heart, we need to know what our purpose is for love. And if our purpose is to survive, we're going to settle for a relationship that's mediocre or not at all because we feel like it's a threat to our survival if we get heartbroken again. Mm-hmm. So, um, what do you, uh, what do you, what is it, to, uh, the courage, how do we cultivate that courage? And, you know, a lot of times, um, people, when they start facing the shadow work, you know, you know, love attraction stuff is great and it, it's really nice and light and you can think positive. But then when we do the shadow work, it kind of gets to, um, a place where people, that's where people start to resist. Um, and the resistance is that fear of what's in the shadow. It's stuff we pushed away. So of course the ego is going to continue to defend against it. And Jung says it takes great courage to face your own shadow. And that's really what the courageous heart is to face the parts of ourself that we've pushed away that are too light and too dark for society and face ourselves and really come to know who we really are. And it's a beautiful journey, but the ego will resist. And so we need to know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. What would you say to someone who resists the shadow work? Uh, I like the the idea of cultivating um, because it is very much um, like we're cultivating a garden. Mm. Uh, we have the seeds. We all have the seed of love, of uh, the divine potential in mm. us. But you have to cultivate it. It's not going to grow if you don't pay attention to it, if you don't care for it, if you don't provide the conditions for its growth. Mm. So that's why we have this incredible consciousness because we're able to determine what are the conditions for that I need to, to grow that divinity within me, Mm. that, that love, that spirituality. And, And you have to ask yourself, honestly, what is it that I can do given my current situation, my history, my tendencies, all that stuff to cultivate that openness, that Mm -hmm. courageous heart. Well, you know what I think I see is that um, the way we're with ourselves is the way we're going to be in relationship. So if you pull back or you get triggered because of criticism or you get, um, uh, you get hurt or you interpret something as criticism, that's coming from inside of you. And so it's about being with yourself and not mm-hmm. pushing yourself away. You know, I remember when I was um, first starting doing my journey, um, someone had said to me, it's like this part of you that you just want to get rid of, like that insecure Debbie. I want to just get rid of her. She has no room in my life. I don't like her. She screws up my love life. Uh, she's bad. I, you know, the, the parts like, you know, you get mad at yourself 
and you're just kind of like, oh, I don't want to be like that anymore. Or someone accuses you of something and you're just like triggered and you know that it's true in a way, uh, but you don't realize it. That's being intimate with yourself and being courageous to look at those judgments, at those labels that we, um, that we've given, that we kind of judge ourselves by and realize that it's a battle within ourselves that we're really dealing with. Like you said, the yardstick, we measure others, we measure ourselves. So when we're in a relationship, we're really just, it's an inner battle. And so many times when I've done shadow work, I remember just being like projecting, projecting, projecting that person so bad. And then I realized, oh my God, it's me. I'm fighting. I'm fighting an idea that, you know, this, I'm perceiving that this person says I'm not good enough and I'm fighting that person. How dare they? But really I'm fighting my own fear of not being good enough. And so we have to kind of come inside and face that yucky feeling and be, and see that it's not real. And that's really where we free our mind. Otherwise, if we don't free it, we're going to keep projecting it out there and people are going to, we're going to misread people, uh, their interpretation of us as it's really what we feel about ourselves. And yeah. uh, so I, I, I feel like it's, that's really courage. The courage comes is to, to go inside and face those parts that we push away, the insecurity, the angry, the jealous, the, the feeling not good enough. The fears that we have is to face them head on and be, be strong with ourselves and love ourselves in that way. Not a, like a pinky soft, little light <laughs> love, but really a truly like, it's okay. Like seeing it as neutral. It doesn't define me if I act silly one day or act cold one day, it doesn't define me. What defines me is my, soul which is has never been harmed by the human experience yeah and so that's where shadow work i think in a, in a nutshell really helps you see is that you see this illusion of this image of yourself that you're kind of trying to keep up and you see that it's just a facade it's not even it's not real it's so thin like paper and you've been defending it your whole life and then you realize, oh my God, there's, there's this other me that's like so great <laughs> and so powerful that I'm not even letting out because I'm too, too busy keeping this paper mache part of me up, prompting mm-hmm. it up. Yeah, I think a lot of people interpret that self-love uh, as polishing up the persona. Yeah, the, the, the little paper, making it thicker maybe or yeah. repainting but, it. But the self in self-love is really the higher self. Yes. Right? Meaning uh, that 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 divine kernel in you that you need to cultivate Mm. and having the courage to go where it leads you Mm. because often it leads you into what from the ego you perceive as the scary Mm -hmm. stuff, right? Mm -hmm. It leads you into uh, unknown parts of yourself Mm. and you have to be willing to follow that voice and, and, and really listen to it and, and obey it in a sense. So the courageous heart is really you taking on yourself, the journey of personal development for self-individuation, basically. Mm-hmm. It's that, um, that how do I uh, see my patterns, not judge myself for them, but then transcend outside of them uh, without trying to fix myself. And it's kind of a, a, a tightrope because we, we, we have the tendency to judge it as wrong, the pattern. And so the first step is to realize that what you're seeing is a projection in love. The second step is to understand that projection is reflecting your patterns. And then the third step is to do the uh, shadow work so you can really 
really have a direct experience. Now, a lot of you are listening to this and saying, oh, yeah, that sounds great. I, 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 I just need to come from my true self. You can't come through it by listening just to us talk about it. You have to do the shadow work. You have to, um, you know that you face the shadow if you've been extremely uncomfortable where you are like, it's a very, it's a heightened emotional experience. And then it's, it's like, um, it's a a force almost like a, a, that breaks you free. It's like indescribable. It's not something where you have an insight and, oh, I feel better. And now I understand my patterns. It's not like that happy little feathery insight. It's more like a powerful, like you feel your whole body shift. I mean, a lot of our clients would say that, um, I mean, we see them and they look different after they do it. Like their physical changes in their face, the stress in their face goes away. They're glowing and they're, um, it's almost like that little pent up persona that they've been trying to hold on is finally let go. And then the, the true self starts to shine. And that's where you're really attractive to someone and you're courageous. You're not worried. You're not propping up that paper mache you anymore. You're saying, this is who I am, but it's not about an intellectual understanding. It's really through the shadow work. And, uh, and we recommend coaching. You have to get, you get someone, we have plenty of coaches that we uh, trained in our coach training. Uh, we have our mentors here. Uh, Rob and I do it. It really is uh, worth the time because how much longer do you want to keep repeating the patterns? Yeah. And, and it seems to be our, our destiny, right? We, we incarnate in essence to challenge ourselves through this process. Mm-hmm. And if we don't do it, it's like we're missing the opportunity that, that we've been giving. Uh, you know, in Buddhism, they talk about this precious human life. Why is it so precious? Well, it's because we have this opportunity to, to really face the, the scary stuff in us and to integrate it right mm-hmm. to, to see that it's it's really us that we've been hiding from and running from yeah it's almost like the more discomfort you could face about yourself and look at like look, turn the mirror inside the more you will love yourself uh it, a lot of people run away from that they run they run be, and and you know i've seen a lot of people who come to us and then they go off and do like a simpler love attraction kind of coaching and then they come back and they're like okay that didn't get me anywhere they waited a year and they come back and your ego will resist this the ego will resist working with the shadow because it takes courage now you have to ask yourself uh, are you courageous are you willing to um, face yourself in a real deep way because the deeper you can dig within yourself the deeper love you'll be able to have the more the more the connected you'll feel to someone else in your life. Um, if you keep it on the surface and you're you know, that paper mache you that we've all been conditioned to be that relationship that you meet, you'll, you see this with your family and friends. They're distracted. They're watching Netflix. They're, you know, not thinking about personal development and they live that kind of, they don't have those deep conversations and that zest for life, that, um, that passion for spiritual work and, you know, understanding, deeper concepts and reading poetry and the richness that life is. And that's really what it is. It's that journey within that keeps you, um, keeps life more interesting while we're here. I mean, and then to share that with someone else is really amazing. So, um, so that's, uh, that's uh, the courageous heart is to understand that love is uh, already inside of you 
that it is not a romantic love, but it's more of a divine uh, self-reflection. We have patterns that the ego created based on our early experience with our mother and then carried on through life looking for it outside of us, trying to reclaim, mm -hmm. like we keep looking for ourselves, our divine self in everything, in money, in career, in love, and we're just chasing this carrot, but when it's really inside of us. So when we have a heartbreak, it gives us an opportunity to say, okay, wait a minute, let me look inside. Let yeah. me let me turn around and <laughs> stop grasping out there. Let me start grasping inside. Let me look inside. Let me dig inside. And can you imagine having that much passion for chasing love as you're chasing yourself, chasing your spirit? Uh, imagine that like search being so important <laughs> that you're you you die for it. You know you're hungry for that, and that's really um, what we want is the passion we want for those material things. We want to turn it to a passion toward our own self discovery. Absolutely. We want to attend to it. We want to pay attention and, and create the conditions for its growth, mm -hmm. for our own growth. So what questions do you have Let's while see. we're here? Let's yeah, see. Some interesting comments. The name of the fish that builds the mandala that the sands attract to me. I don't know that, but that's a beautiful fish. Yeah, yeah. I saw that video. It's an incredible uh, sand mandala that mm -hmm. it creates. right? Yeah, and that's really what it is. It's that you don't have to chase it. You have to, um, of course, you have to take action, but you you have you you'll attract what the mandala the 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 person you are will attract uh, the mates that you attract. There'll be a, a reflection of what's in your mind. Um, I don't see any questions. I think we're everyone's just kind of thinking about their journey. So uh, we'll be posting in the group. Uh, we'll see you at the seven spiritual laws, uh, seven spiritual principles. You don't like laws, legal. <laughs> and we'll have the next session on Monday, module number three. We'll talk about emotional wisdom. And, uh, and then we'll have another, another section on Thursday. So we're really excited to see you um, in the program. What a rich topic. Um, we love you. And you deserve great love. And just remember, be courageous there's nothing bad can happen. It's like yeah. you, you just be willing to just put yourself out there. The poet uh, Borges said, uh, one thing we'll never regret in life is being courageous. Okay. I like it. I like it. You're welcome, everyone. Turn inward. We'll see you on the flip side. Take care. Mm -hmm.